Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Natch Butte. If this is your first time with us, Welcome, honey. Today, my guest is Jonathan Van Ness. And let me just tell you that he is a delight in every way. And girl, he's so handsome. I know we all know that. But like in person, he's radiant. And he's also very tall. I'm 5'10 and he towered over me. He's a hunk. Okay. I listened back to our conversation, the one you're about to hear, and I wanted to quickly clarify a couple of things. We talk about Gay of Thrones, and I realize I never really say what that is in case you don't know. So before Jonathan was on Queer Eye, he was and still is on a Game of Thrones recap show that is on Funny or Die called Gay of Thrones. It gets millions of views every episode. And I realized that I said it and people might not know what it is. So I wanted to quickly clarify that. And I also highly recommend you watch um, Gay of Thrones to supplement your Game of Thrones viewing. It's on Funny or Die and God help you if you don't know what Funny or Die is. I also chose to leave in a part where we couldn't think of some of the Game of Thrones character names because I thought it was really funny. So real quick, I wanted to decode our conversation. So on Gay of Thrones, Jonathan has nicknames for every single character. Here are a few that we say so that you might know who we're talking about if you don't watch Gay of Thrones. So Christina Aguilera is Daenerys Targaryen. Lena Dunham is Yara Greyjoy. Um, for those of you who watch. So when we say Lena Dunham's uncle, we are referring to Euron Greyjoy, who is Yara Greyjoy's uncle. And Jonathan's name for him is Jared Let Himself Go. (laughs) I'm telling you, you need to watch Game of Thrones. These are the reasons. Also, um, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, we have a year till the final season. So honey, you still have time. Uh, lastly, Jonathan gives a lot of product names and that always happens on Nashbute and everybody listening wants to go immediately buy everything, find it, look everything up, but you're driving or you don't have a pen and paper in front of you or you don't remember. So there is a list of all the products we discussed on Nashbute.com. And at one point on our interview, I show him some photos and I don't want you to be left out. You're going to want to see them. These will also be on Nashbute.com. I do an episode guide every episode that has links, photos of anything we discussed, etc. My dog also dressed up like a dragon for him. There are pictures. Check those out. That's it. Please enjoy Natch Butte. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural butte. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a Natch Butte. Natch Butte, Natch Butte, na, 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 Natch Butte. Oh, yeah. Natch Butte's the pod I run to, the pod that I belong to. Natch Butte's the pod I want for life. Mm. Natch Butte's the pod that I love, the only pod I dream of. Natch Butte's the pod I kiss goodnight. The pod's Natch Butte. Welcome to Natch Butte. It's your girl, Jackie J. And can I just say, I'm living right now because my guest Welcome is... Oh, I'm so sorry. That was totally my fault, but it's going to be a really cute Insta story. Okay, I'm fine with it. I saved it for later. I saved Listen, it for later. the fact that you filmed it, I'm honored. So, spoiler alert, okay, if you want to know who's here, I'm joined by American Treasure... Jonathan Van Ness. And you might have seen him if you watch Gay of Thrones. You've seen him uh, grooming on Queer Eye on Netflix because everybody's watching it. You've seen him in your heart because that's where he lives inside of us all. He's queer. He's here. This is his year. Welcome to Natch Butte, Jonathan. Oh my God. Thanks for having me. Oh my God. Shut up. You're like holding Chooch right now. Chooch is wearing her dragon suit for you. Uh, I feel like I'm Dr. Evil, kind of. Oh, yeah. 
a little she's bit. She's <laughs> stroking your yes. little animal. Yeah. But, but you're so much cuter than a sphinx cat. You really are. She's very sphinx cat-like. Well, but I've heard that yeah. sphinx cat skin is like suede. I've heard that too. That feels especially unwelcome to me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I have two cats. Like, I love cat fur. I love cats. And I shouldn't be like fur for cat right, racist for or sure. anything because like sphinxes need to be loved too but like sweet fur you know i went through a weird stage a couple years ago where i really wanted a sphinx cat and i think it's like a weird like you hit your 30s and you're a woman and you want a sphinx cat i don't know it's something i've been thinking about i really wanted one i just was like i don't know i think i need a hairless cat in my life i'm feeling like in Intense guilt and shame for shaming Sphinx cats right now. No, like, feeling... listen, we all have textures. <laughs> um, we all appreciate so textures. No. Like, no, it's like, honestly, like, I, I feel like I need like 50 Sphinx cats to take that back now. I think if you met one, you'd like it. I've never met one, though, which is crazy because I come from a long lineage of crazy cat ladies. So it's crazy I haven't met one. But you know what? Maybe we'll meet one. Okay. You know what? This is your year, like I said. <gasps> I feel like a Sphinx cat might come into your life. This dog know. is disarming me in ways that like no dog has ever disarmed me. She's just looking at me. She's so cute. I know. She's an angel. And I, I knew you would love her. <laughs> I know, she's an angel. Oh, my God. So we're here to talk about self-care, grooming, beauty, or thing like that. Mm-hmm. And I want to start with, like, baby Jonathan. Okay. So when did you get into grooming? When did you get into hair? Tell us kind of your trajectory into, like, how did you get to L.A.? Well, one of the first things I remember uh, when I realized that I wanted to do hair was when I, at the pool that I grew up going to, the, there was a cabana where you would get, like, ice cream Sammies and mm-hmm. stuff. And these girls had to wear these, like, really fierce, like, paper 50s, like, cabana hats, like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. pillbox hats with, like, little, like, low-slung buns underneath them. And that's when I knew I wanted to be a hairdresser. Because, like, I was, like, I live for those buns. And then my dad's friend was, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was, like, a cabana girl or a cosmetologist. <laughs> And so that was, like, the first time I remember answering that, like, I wanted to do hair. And he was, like, really shocked that I knew what cosmetologist was. Yeah. But, honey, by the age of, like, three, I knew that that was, like, the study of hair, skin, nails, and massage. Honey. So um, that was when I knew I wanted to do it. And um, and then, like, when I was in, like, sixth grade in that same pool going to in the summers, I was like, let me do, like, an at-home house call, like, spa business. <gasps> so I, like, would go to all these, like, ladies' houses and do, like, manis, petties, facials. Like, it was so fierce. I always wanted to do one, like, with my mom, but she felt, like, a lot of her own guilt and shame about, like, letting me do, like, manis and petties on yeah. her because I was just, like, so gay. Um, <laughs> and uh, she, <laughs> I think she was just, like, kind of, like, worried or something, but she's super about it now. And yeah. also I feel like that makes my mom sound, like, not super fierce, and she is super fierce. I think any mom who has such a flamboyantly gay child in 1994 in the middle of America is, like, you know, what? What's? I hope he lands his, like, I hope he lands his triple axel. Right. Um, but, hey, I did. So, uh, so, you know, I continued to get more into it. And then I went to college, and I was like, I don't want to be a lawyer. I actually got a 1.7 on my first semester, and uh, I got all Fs and one B. And the only reason I got the B is because there was one teacher who uh, I may or may not have had, like, the weed hookup for. And Mm so she was like, she hooked me up with a B or he, because maybe it was a boy. You don't know. You can't find my transcripts and know what happened. That's true. You don't know what happened. But so I did did secure that B. And But then I was like, you know, I really need to go to hair school. So I went to the Aveda Institute in Minneapolis um, in in, uh, 2004. Five and six. Um, and that's really where I got into what self-care is. And that's when I learned about like Ayurveda because Aveda is based out of Ayurveda, especially when Horse was running it before it was sold to Estee Lauder in 1997. I got really into haircutting there. I got really into beauty there and doing uh, hair shows. And I mean, not like beauty school hair shows. So it's not like you know, we all have been there. God, I've they, done those. They, You know what? <laughs> God bless us all yeah. for for that. I have this real, like, I feel like after doing hair for 13 years and working in L.A. and, you know, just meeting a, a whole lot of people, I have this whole, like, less is more thing. Like, I'm I'm not into, like, I'm just not into, like, being super extra RN. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to do an asymmetrical, crazy, uh, gumby, purple with green hyphy. I don't want to do it right now. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. Um, But... More power to if you do want to do it. I just am really into like natural, effortless aesthetics. Yes. Um, but you know what does that say about me? I don't know. Does that mean I'm basic? Does that? You know what it is. You know what I really think it is. I'm worn out by people who come to the salon and want 
to like fix how they feel on the inside by doing these crazy outrageous makeovers on their hair and then you have like this torch messed up hair and then like these hairdressers want to take it because they're like yeah I'll do your hair for $1,200 to light it on fire and you know make it like just feel like hell I'm just I'm like what's going on girl like let's talk this through like we don't have to do this craziness I don't even remember what the question was but that's (laughs) that's kind of how that's that's all I have to say about that it was a beautiful answer great and you covered lots of ground so you, just for people who don't know the Gay of Thrones origin story, it's an amazing story. It's a really good story. It's such an organic thing that happened. You were cutting Aaron Gibson's hair, mm-hmm. and you just started being yourself. I did. Um, yeah, and so the my business, my current business partner, I've had like a solo, like a little like salon studio with for like going on five years this year. She was next to me at that salon that we escaped from, and. Her client was like, I don't understand what the deal with Game of Thrones. It's kind of a, it's it's a lot. It's extra. And I clasped my pearls and I was like, honey, that show's amazing, honey. She wears a sash. She falls off cliffs. She does all this stuff. And I kind of like recapped the second season. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward. This is an interesting part of the origin part, story that a lot of people don't know about. Oh, so I'm going to break I'm br- breaking news. So fast forward. Me and Aaron were in this meeting with these other people about this other thing. Maybe Aaron Gibson, whoever is, uh, is everyone is obsessed with. Yes. And so we were in this like little meeting, and then like the guy was like, "Oh, like do you remember like how the recap went? Like do you remember like what you said at the salon about season two? And I was like, "Duh." So I I went into back to my fugue state and recapped it. So uh, imagine that scene in Aaron Brockovich when everyone is in that PG and E boardroom scene, like at the beginning. So it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone was just like stunned silent after my like fugue state recap because what I had recapped was Spartacus. Like I never saw Game of Thrones. Oh my god! So no, no. wonder. Yeah, so no wonder by season three of Game of Thrones, like I really never understood, and it took us like a full two years to like understand what was going on because I prefaced season three of Game of Thrones with season one into a Spartacus, and then I waited like a year, and then that boy passed away, which was tragic. So like really, I did not get into Game of Thrones until we started it. Yeah. Uh, and thought that I had, but it was Spartacus. But that shows how crazy the show is that you were recapping something else, but nobody could even tell the difference. Right? There's just so many characters. There's so many characters. I love Gay of Thrones so much. I've tweeted about it. It's I tweeted one time. It's just as good as Game of Thrones because I just it's so pure joy and happy and amazing, and I'm such a fan. And I laugh out loud. I watched all of it pretty much again yesterday just for like you know, to kind of revisit. Uh, And it's just so funny. Like, the Dothraki soul cycle. Like, there's such little (laughs) tiny jokes that are so funny and specific. Like, the Dothraki on the the horses, and then they all throw their leg over. And it was such a, like, specific about soul cycle that just made me LOL. I feel like that's that joke was, like, all Aaron Gibson. All hail Aaron Gibson on that joke. And that was all Aaron Gibson. She's, honestly, she's so smart. Oh, yeah. Like, like, her creative brain is, like, I don't know a word for it. I feel like Oprah talking about Gail when in that one thing when she's like, like I don't know a better comedian brain. I just don't. Y'all are gonna do it the next season, right? I hope that we weren't supposed to like keep it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Duh. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm sure. living for it. I mean, I can't not. You come this far to just like put your your baby in that wicker thing and send it down the Nile? Right. No. Why quit while you're ahead? No, we're bringing it home, honey. You better because the show is bringing it home. You got a lot of questions, so I polled oh. Twitter, I polled um, my personal Facebook, which I don't normally do, but wow. like I wanted to kind of brag that okay. you were coming on, so yeah. I, like, and then I polled um, Instagram. So I got questions, honey, okay. for you, and a lot of people wanted to know, like, do you? What are you most looking forward to next season? So again, if you don't listen or you're concerned, just hit 15 a few times on your, um, uh, you know, podcast oh, yeah, app yeah, yeah, yeah. of choice. What's like the storyline that you're like cannot wait to see what happens? Well, you know, do you want me to tell you what I'm the most devastated that I think is going to happen? Yeah. Okay. Well, going back to the red wedding, I feel mm-hmm. like just one thing that happened was is there was like all this Stark stuff. Like it was really Stark, 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 yeah. Stark, and there and it just really like it was Stark heavy, and I loved it. I loved yeah. every minute of it. I'm worried that like George is just gonna, or they're just gonna come in and just like kill Christina and John. No, that would be fucked. Like, cause like, and I also have this like weird sneaking suspicion, cause like, why is Lena Dunham still here? Like, yeah, what is she doing? Why are you here? Yeah. Like, and and also like, they're so beat up, they're so down and out. Like, what do you call their uncle? Um, it's so funny. Oh, what? Who is? Oh, 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 oh. Like, tragic, not so hot, or something. Um, what is it? No, so with this, with this big, with this big mustache, he's um. He oh looks kind of like Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20. He does. But, but that's not what y'all call no, him. No, it's... 
Oh, God. I'm sorry. I can't, remember, I can't remember his name, but, oh, God, what is he? It's so funny, though. Because whatever we wanted to name him, like, we didn't do my name. We did someone else's name. So I only really remember the ones who, like, I make up. Right. Which is, like, really rude of me. No, I get it. But anyway, so, but I, I'm, like, I feel like, why are you... Who was he? He do you, does look like Rob Thomas and Matt Trucks twenty on roids. Do you think somebody? Do you think Lena Dunham's gonna come for Christina? No, I just think maybe like Lena. I don't know how, but I just have, I'm like maybe she's gonna win. Whoa! Like why is she the still dark there? Horse. Yeah, like why is she still here? Like well, Reek is coming is on his comeback. Yeah, that's, I think that's the most excited storyline for me is like how Reek got his groove back. I feel like Reek is coming with a vengeance. Like he might not have balls, but he has them in his whole in his heart. But he, yeah, oh yeah, because he did. You're right. You are right about yeah. that. I think Reek's comeback tour is going to be. He'd be a, big a cute plot. redemption story too. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll see about that. I'm excited about it. So while I was watching um, Gay of Thrones, I was noticing your hair. Mm-hmm. So first season, you had like kind of like a, a shaggy. Yeah, I was growing shoulder. Out. Okay, so then you got long. She got length. Yeah, and then I didn't cut it again. Season the sixth season, you had length, honey. Yes, it was like to my elbows. But I'm like, how did you get that length in that short amount of time? I didn't cut my hair. Silk pillowcases. I wear my hair up, and I only wash it like once or twice a week. And I only and I only heat style my hair when I'm on camera. Because you did you did a full curl look. You did some waves. Yeah, I was clocking everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only heat style it, and I did a lot of. I feel like in my if my memory serves me correctly, because I'm you know I have a wide catalog of all the looks I've done. I'm yes. just kidding. But I did a lot of air dry that year. Mm-hmm. I was really into like an air dry moment, as I am still now. Um, but yeah, it's just like silk pillowcases are really important and not overwashing your hair is like really important to like, no matter what your length is, like having healthy hair, because there's just so much sulfate and there's so much petrochemical, which like plasticates your hair and it overstimulates the sebaceous oil glands in your scalp. So it just, it causes like really oily scalp and really dry ends. So the less you can wash, the better is what I think about that. You got a lot of questions about hair length and how to grow it, and we'll get to all that. And then I was wondering, like, have you ever had, a, like, an early 2000s boy band hair moment? And oh, then yeah, I for went, sure. And I went to your Instagram, and I saw this photo, like, who's this baby? Who's her? Who's this serving me, like, George Clooney Caesar cut realness on ER? <laughs> with, a, with a soul patch and mutton chops. I mean, I'm here for this. I had, like, really long sideburns and, like, a soul patch. What made you decide to go with the long hair? I'm into it, but, like, what was that moment? I wanted long hair my whole life, and I always thought that I couldn't have it until I was, like, heard myself say to so many clients, like, stop cutting your hair. Like, if you want a long, like, stop cutting it. Like, I'll see you in six months. Like, bye, girl. And then I was like, oh. Like, stop bleach and toning it. Because I was also doing, like, manic panic hyphy colors in, like, 2005. Like, I had, like, a tropical seahorse, like, hyphy asymmetrical mohawk with, like, a swoopy long fringe in the front with a rat tail in the back and everything that connected it was, like, all these different colors. Where are those photos? I actually, like, literally don't have any pictures from that era, but it was, like, it was traffic stopping hair. Yeah. It was, like, 2005. My friend Tara, um, who's really fierce, she's a really fierce colorist in Minneapolis, who I went to hair school with, and we almost killed each other on the night of our state boards. Um, because she wouldn't stop practicing acrylic nails in my living room and kept opening up all of our state boards bags. And I have two cats. And I, if you get like one hair in your state board bag, it's all over. Oh yeah. Like it's like your sanitation. You just like fail right away. And I was like, you, I hate that you got all of our bags open around my cats. It's very stressful state boards. Yes. Sounds like, like it. It's a lot. Any cosmetologist or, uh, or skin person or nail person knows. You were like, I cannot have a cat hair in my you damn acrylics. You can't have cat hair anywhere in your stuff. Yeah. No hairs. It literally, you won't fail right away, but like basically you can't miss anything else because it like immediately takes four points off of your overall and you can only miss like so many. And in Minneapolis or Minnesota, you have to have like, it's like a live model. Like you do all of this stuff on like a live real person. Like you have to do like an acrylic nail. You have to do a facial. You have to do a haircut. You have to do um, a petty. You have to do like finger waves, pin curls, and like a roller set. You have like there's like there's like twelve things that you have to do, and and you have like a different setup for each thing, and there can't be any hair in any bag because they before each like category they come and they look through your stuff. <gasps> How it's invasive. really intense. And now in California, you don't have to have a live model. It's like all on a dolly head, which is like so easy. You know, in my day, we all had to do like you know right. me me me. So yeah. So you know how to do nails and stuff too. 
Oh my god. Not super well. I would say that when I was in hair school, our teacher Anne, who was pretty fierce and had like a face full of permanent makeup, like before that was a thing. Um, I loved that about her. She didn't like me very much because I used to smoke cigarettes back then and I was always like escaping to go smoke cigarettes outside and just like drink coffee and like be cute. Yeah. Um, and so she always gave me a ticket time every time, but always pedicures. Oh, oh my God, do you guys want to hear a story about this? Yes, of course we do. Okay. This is like really traumatic. So um she it's so true. This is like so crazy. It was my last pedicure ticket of the time. And I went to get the lady, and I and, and like there was like we didn't have like stools to sit on. You had to like sit on this like concrete ground and like put people's feet in this thing. Uh. And there was like a you know a nail table, and it was like all Aveda stuff. So I was doing like a Caribbean therapy like pedicure or whatever. And this lady was wearing like a literal like a mini skirt, okay, right? Yep, I know so, where this is going. So yeah, so I like sit down like on my knees to like start like putting her feet in the thing, and like as I'm like looking at her feet to like look up to her, I'm like there's like a full on uncovered vagina right in my face. Mm-hmm. It's the first First and closest time I've ever been to a vagina, ever seen a vagina, yeah. and it is right in my face. Yeah, so in I, living color, honey. In living color, right there. So I call Anne over, and I'm like, my eyes are huge, and I'm because you had to like call over the teacher for like a consultation to make sure that there's no fungus. You know, you got they look at the feet, and you like do a consultation together. So I'm looking at Anne like invent a plantar fashion, or invent like a plantar wart. Like just like I'm looking at her like. So she took a towel, like Mm -hmm. she took like a gigantic towel and just put it over the lady's knees and was like, have a good pedicure. So I was like, oh my God. So then I was like, okay, it's fine. Like there's, now it's all covered and we're like in a good place. But I just put chapstick on. And so when I went to cut her big toenail, I cut her big toenail and it flew off and it just stuck right on my lower lip and my chapstick. And I fucking stood up and I said, I was like, I'm not doing this. There's like a fucking vagina right there. And she, I have a fucking toenail on my fucking face and I'm I'm so out. I'm going to there was a Stone Arch coffee shop next door. I was like, I'm going to get a scone. I'm going to sit down. I'm not having this. And I I said to and I also I'm crying too at this point. Oh yeah. Fully crying. <laughs> I was like, and I can't finish this. I can't do it. I'm like too uncomfortable. I'm going outside. And I went and I the chain smoked like a half pack of cigarettes, which by the way, you guys I have not had a cigarette since September 20th, 2008, since I was 20. So that's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, I've never done a pedicure since or a manicure. And I'm really not here for it, to be honest. But yeah. I'll get one done, but I'm not going to ever do one again. I think you deserve that. I That is such a story of the struggle of coming up in your career. And I feel like that will resonate with everyone depending on whatever they're doing with their lives. Because I've had that happen in service jobs. I worked at the Cheesecake Factory at the Grove. Uh, say no more. Uh, so I've been there myself. Also, in hair school, I worked at Applebee's. I also worked at Applebee's. And I also made so no money and was so poor. This is how disgusting I was then. I would literally, like, if people, like, didn't eat their fries and it was still, like, warm and gorgeous, I was so not above. Like, I would take clear their table and yeah. I would take back to, like, the trash and I would, like, shove, like, a handful of, like, someone else's french fries in my mouth. I was so hardcore. I've done that. Uh, yeah. We do that. We're just yeah. people. We're hungry, yeah. honestly. Oh, when you're on your feet for like six hours straight and you literally don't have a second and that bitch didn't eat her po' boy, mama's taking a bite of the po' boy uh, in the she back. She has to. It's so on yes. the other side because I didn't even touch it. You could tell. Oh, obviously. Uh, so I've been there. Would you say that Gay of Thrones is what led you to being on Queer Eye? For what? sure. Okay. So that was, I feel like that's, of all the people in the world, you're... The, you're one of the Fab Five. I mean, isn't that a crazy thing? <laughs> yeah, especially like when, when I like I thought there was like a zero, like a negative seven point zero percent chance of me getting it. Like I so didn't think I was gonna get it, which is I can't believe that I am. And thank God for the human ability of disassociation, because I think if I like thought about it too much, I wouldn't be able to like put a foot in front of the other or like have done anything that I've done. Yeah. It's beautiful. I think we're all really excited for you and you. loving the show. I, like I said, my Facebook, every fucking person on my Facebook is watching it and loving it and the threads on it. Every time I'm on Twitter, people are talking about it. It's like everyone, right? Everyone is obsessed with it. It's amazing. This one boy, if we can find I'll send you the link. This one boy did this Twitter thread of like basically imagining the five of us in a murder because he <laughs> wouldn't like he, he like he couldn't do his makeover well enough. Mm-hmm. So it's like Karamo shuts the door, dot dot dot. Like Karamo always takes care of everything. But then Jonathan starts to call the cops. And I was like, that's where you messed up right there. Yeah. Because I feel like I'd be really down. You're no narc. No. Yeah, I could tell that about you instantly. I also feel like what I would do is like not kill him. Like I would mm-hmm. like I would kind of diffuse the situation and make sure that everyone got out okay. Yeah. 
I can't help but that I'm a fixer. I'm really Olivia Pope in that way, I feel. I'm here for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Oh, yeah. Why don't we get into some of the questions from the fans? Oh, my God, okay. So this is a question from Madeline in L.A., To Jonathan, you mentioned in the show wanting to use shampoo with no sulfates. What shampoo and conditioner are your favorites? Hi, Jackie and Prissy. That's Chooch's real name, by the way. This is my friend Madeline. You got so many questions about drugstore shamps and conditions Mm -hmm. because you went to the Target on the show and showed everybody, the whole family, about the sulfate breeze. So everybody wants to know, what are some good options? My favorite. Number one favorite co-wash mm-hmm. is Hair Story, okay. which is an amazing company that was started by uh, the founder of Bumble and Bumble. And it's, you know, because co-wash is basically like a cleansing, it's a conditioner that cleans your hair. Mm-hmm. But if like a normal bubbling shampoo, like a sulfate shampoo, if that was like on the 1 to 10 scale of clean, it's like a 12 and there's like none of your natural oil left. There's no dirt. There's no debris. So you're frizzy, you're flyaway-ish, you're a nightmare. Uh, so cleansing conditioner is going to like remove the dirt and debris, but it doesn't remove like your sebum, like the natural oil that like, you know, all hair needs to be shiny and lustrous and like happy. Um, so definitely Hair Story is my first favorite. I also love the Shuamori cleans- cleansing conditioner. Um, I love Carol's daughter has a good one that's at um, Target that's you don't have to spend a million dollars on. Yeah. Um, People love Target. But you know what I do feel on, because I'm, I'm all about like mixing like a, an affordable product with an expensive one, but I, mm-hmm. I've always felt you know, with uh, like, like with your hair story or shoe and more. And hair story is not super expensive, but it's more expensive than like a, you know, Pantene or like something really drugstore-ish. A suave. Yes. But I feel like shampoo and conditioner is a time to not be... Not that's, scrimp. Yeah. Because when you're in the shower, like your your cuticle of your hair is like wide open. So you're really like your hair is taking on whatever you're putting on it in the shower. And if you're only washing your hair twice a week, which is the most that you should be doing anyway, it's like... I how I justify spending a lot of money on stuff is like okay if I'm gonna use this like twice a week and she's like twenty four dollars that's gonna last like three months so it's it's like thirty six cents for great for it's like nothing right yeah well plus you your hair is you and you're the face now of this like hair you know icon you can't be fucking around with some suave but you also know what even I mean? for, you gotta but, pay up but even for everyone like it's. Like, everyone wants to have cute hair. Yes. You know? Everyone wants it. And a lot of people are struggling. And really, sulfate bubbly shampoo is, like, it's literally, like, every issue that anyone has with their hair. Like, from dry scalp to oily scalp to, like, it's all because of, like, really chemically bubbly shampoos and conditioners. Isn't that crazy, though, that that's what we've been all putting on our hair for our whole lives? Isn't that nutty? Well, I do think that there's, like, there's not a lot of, like, trans... Parency when are really around like what washing your hair is and like there is like a there's a big marketing machine there for sure you know big foam is out to get us it is mm-hmm. let's go to the next question okay we've already kind of talked about this hi Jonathan I'm growing my hair out in hopes of one day having long luscious locks like you any tips for frizz reduction or overall tips for someone growing long hair for the first time Sam in LA so, uh, we did a little bit hi yeah. Sam love you pieces silk pillowcases are really important yes silk pillowcases don't conduct as much heat so it reduces friction it reduces flyaways uh, and you know the longer your hair is the more old it is because the longer it's been on your head so Makes any way sense. that you can reduce heat and reduce friction is good and I also sleep with my hair and like a very loose gathered top knot on top of my head because you want to get those old ends away from your body heat. And that's also like why like the underneath of your hair like dreads and gets those like really hardcore snarls. It's from like sleeping with your hair down because it's just like it's too much heat and you're like basically rubbing your hair on like a 98.6 degree flat iron for eight hours a night on like a cotton pillowcase. So silk and then sleep with your hair loosely tied on top of your head because you don't want to tie it up like slick and tight because that's get you into traction alopecia and tension and breakage and stuff. So loose ponytail, give yourself a scrunchy moment, and you'll get hair rule along before you know it. 
What about frizz reduction? You did get several, a Silk lot of people. pillowcases are a huge frizz reduction moment. Also, I really like Shuamora Wonder Work Air, Air Dry slash Blow Dry Perfector. That would be like your first BB gun of defense against a frizz is prepping the hair with that when your hair is wet. That is going to, I feel like it kind of gives the hair like muscle memory. So it will like kind of encourage flyaways to like lay into the longer hair mm-hmm. on the same hair shaft. Because, you know, flyaways usually have like a hair that it's like kind of attached to and that she like split. Yep. So it's like it'll kind of like help you like help it lay together but not make your hair heavy. And also there's like, you know, a good old an old good old fashioned keratin treatment. They've come a long way since they first came on the market in like 2005 and six back then. Brazilian blow dry, there was a pretty famous lawsuit against Brazilian blow dry because it was really, really formaldehyde. Um, they're all a lot weaker now, which they aren't as strong as they used to be for that reason, but they do really help your frizz reduce. Um, it stretches out your curl without making it completely straight. Um, I do a keratin in my hair like once every four months, and that does really help like lay my shit down and makes it a little happier. I just wanted to film because Chooch is asleep on your wrist. Oh my God, so cute. So you can't move. I just so you know, you have to live here now, yeah. and you can't get up, and you just have to live with her. So, her, I think she knows that we're talking about her because her ears are perking up. Yeah, she woke up. Sorry, Chuchi. You just looked so cute. You were going on and on about soap pillowcases, and Chuchi was asleep, and I just needed mm. that moment to be documented in my life. Okay, great. Oh God, like That's. I know. She's an angel. And she's, like, in love with you. I'm in love with her. She loves cats, too, so. Maybe she smells my cats. Maybe she does. Uh, People, I got a lot of questions asking for your straight-up full hair regimen. Oh, okay. Like, what do you do? What do you shampoo? What do you condition? What do you put on it? All that. You've kind of gone over it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, if you want to just... We can talk about what we did today. Um, okay. I shampooed with Way Repair Shampoo. Do I need to get that? Love it. Okay, because I've been told that many I times. I love it. Um, I love Way. I did that shampoo, then I followed up with Hair Story Cleansing Conditioner. Um, combed that through my hair, let it sit for like 10 minutes while I washed the rest of my body and my face and stuff. Then out of the shower, I did Shuamura Wonder Worker. Then I combed that through. Then I did Way uh, Oil on my ends. Then I did, and I let that dry, like, mostly. Then right before I ran out of the house, I put, like, two sprays of uh, Hair Story Undressed, which is kind of like a wet texture spray, but I like it because it has a dehydrated quinoa protein that has an SPF of 15. So I put that through my hair just really quick, and then I just let it air dry. So that's usually what I do when I want, like, a no-frill, just part down the center, natural waves look. Um, If I'm going to do a blow dry on my situation, I will do uh, some sort of foam, either like the Way Soft Mousse or like this one Kerastase foam I like. Um, Because, you know, mousse I love. It makes your hair thick and pliable, and I feel it actually also – a lot of these new mousses will have um, absorbent qualities that will help to extend the life of your blow dry. And since I am a big sweater and I don't wash every day, it's nice to have that kind of basin so when you re-blow dry it, it kind of like reactivates. Um, so I usually do a, a mousse in my hair, and then uh, and then before I wave it, I'll put like either uh, impermeable by Orbe or uh, memory mist memory mist by Way before heat styling, and that kind of just like whether you're flat ironing or curling, it like seals in your style. Honey, cute. Some add to cart, add to cart, yeah. add to basket. Yes. Check out, check out. Excellent. Okay, this is a fun one. Hi, Jonathan. Your hair is literal goals in all caps. I don't think I was ever brave enough to do the half-up top knot until I saw you rocking it. Mm. My question for you is, if you could give any Game of Thrones character a makeover, who would you choose, and what would you do to their hair slash makeup slash grooming habits? Can't wait for Queer Eye Season 2, Tessa in Vancouver. Great question, Tessa. Isn't that fun? I was racking my brain, and I was like, everyone's perfect in their way, and I don't want to change anything. Um, I would probably do... um... Oh, I think he died this year. <laughs> um, that big red-haired boy. I think he's so cute. Oh, he's alive, right? I, the one that's um, in love with Brienne of Tar? Yes. Yeah. Didn't he die? Did he die? I feel like a lesser known version of him died. Like when they killed off all the, when they went out in their Lady Marmalade moment on Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, I can't I feel be- like they didn't kill him, but they killed some similar ones. I'm like really like upset that I can't remember anyone's well, name today. What was his name? Does it, they're looking it up something in like ginger I should rename him ginger minge I feel like he's very like a la ginger minge yeah definitely he's a ginger minge yeah Tormund but then uh, is he alive though no girl no Tormund's sp- that other guy he's like that half dead uncle Tormund's that like half dead uncle no oh he is 
Don't ever talk to me like that. Just <laughs> He's alive too. <laughs> he is. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Um, well, then him. I want to see. I want to see like a sexy like stubble beard on him, mm-hmm. and I want to like do a little haircut and just see what's popping under there. I also would love to maybe take some layers off. Put oh. him in like a pea coat and like a V neck, yes. like something a little more yes. understated. Yeah. Than the big pelt. Yes. The wildling pelt. Or even like the like a Vince model moment. Cute. I oh, love. Yeah, a, I love a redheaded man. I do too. Yeah. I love like a strong ginger, real muscly. I really want him and Brienne to hook up. I'm really my filter just worked, which was pretty cool. Lovely. Uh-huh. Great answer. Yep. Excellent. Fine. Okay. This you got asked this question. One of the most this question came in from all angles. Oh my god. And so I just randomly chose one person's to ask you. So for everyone who asked this, don't worry, you're getting your question answered. Uh, what's your go-to green stick? I've got mild rosacea, and yet, and I've yet to find any green concealer that works slash blends well with the rest of my makeup. Love you, love queer eye, love your luscious locks, Allison from Hartford. Everybody wanted to know what was the green stick. What green stick was that? Where do I get one? Green stick, green stick, green stick. Everybody wants to know. Cover FX. Look at this. that was Cover FX. And I love you the cover. got him the good good yeah, because I, that ain't cheap. Yeah. I love cover effects. Well, I really like cover effects because it has skincare in it. So it's a lot of makeups have um, you know ingredients in it that are going to prolong and exacerbate the problem that you're trying to treat by using the makeup in the first place. Whereas cover effects, so that green stick has salicylic acid, which is naturally antibacterial. Mm-hmm. So it's going to help to fight redness from an acne standpoint. But it also, I think, has hyaluronic acid in it, which is moisturizing and calming. It also has aloe in it, I think. It, I, I may have just made up those things, but uh, I know that it definitely has the salicylic acid, but I, I'm pretty sure it has like calming, soothing properties too, which I think are aloe um, and hyaluronic acid. And that just like everything in their makeup helps like calm your skin down. Like whatever your issue is, it helps to calm it down. Um, It's also really, really blendable and creamy. But also if you have an issue blending green sticks, I think a lot of times when people have issues blending concealer or green stick, it's because like the skin wasn't prepped in the first place. Um, So you do need to like moisturize your skin. I like to do a serum and a moisturizer and then whatever concealer or green stick I like lay over that. And then also with concealer or with green stick, um, I didn't do this with Tom because it wasn't necessary because he was so red. But if you're not like Coca-Cola red, you need to obviously blend your concealer like over the top of the green stick. Like you don't just, you know, I mean, you need to be pretty red to just go in with like a straight up green stick. But a lot of dudes who do have bad rosacea or like moments of bad redness can get away with just a green stick. But if it's like mild, you, the green stick is like a cannon when what you need is like a BB gun. Mm Mm-hmm. Great answer. Everybody get you some cover effects there at Sephora and Ulta. Mm-hmm. They're great. This question is for Jonathan. Help. I have insanely straight, thin, long hair, and I'm so terrible at everything hair. Basically, I never do anything to my hair because it's very frustrating. Do you have any styling tips or product recommendations for people like me? Thank you so much. I can't wait for more Gay of Thrones. And then she goes on and says uh, that I'm an angel and she loves Nashbu and great. Uh, that is Allison from Birmingham. And I, I wanted th- to, you to answer this because I feel like... A lot of people are on, like, a beginner's journey for hair care. And I was like, what are some things that we can do to just start our, like, chic hair journey that won't overwhelm people? Yeah. And you might have answered this already, but... No, let's go Let's go, let's go in. Let's so go for, in. So for finer long hair like this, mousse. It's, like, all about a mousse. So I would suggest, like, a grandiose plumping mousse by Orbe or uh, the... Sh- or, um, the soft mousse by way, or uh, you could even like go in for get get you a drugstore moment, like get you a suave, get you something. But what you want to look for are words like pliable, flexible, bend. Like you don't want like a crunchy mousse. You want a soft hold mousse, something that's volumizing. And what I would say is, is flip your hair. So put your mousse in out of the shower. Mm-hmm. Take a wide tooth comb to it. So you're combing the mousse from root to end. It's getting everywhere. Flip your hair upside down. And then when you blow dry it, make sure you don't have a nozzle on because nozzles or concentrators are good for hair like mine that's like really curly when you're trying to like, you know, really make it straight. Like you're really trying to smooth out because a concentrator is going to like concentrate the hair. It's going to concentrate the airflow on the hair to really seal it down. If you have fine hair, you want to like plump that hair up and make it big. So take the concentrator off so that the the hair or the air out of the blow dryer Open is bigger. Open her up. Open her Open up. Open it up. Flip your hair upside down and blow dry that mousse all the way into your hair. And a hair is also like fabric. So if you stretch it a lot with a round brush or a, or a round brush or a flat brush, it's not going to hold a curl of any kind. So maybe try flipping that hair upside down, get it all the way as big as you can, and then take a couple like huge chunks on a curling iron and try a couple bends, see if it'll hold. And then 
then maybe it won't. But even if you just flip it upside down and blow it all the way straight and dry with mousse, it's still going to give you a little bit more texture, a little bit more personality than your air-dried lip moment. And then you could go in with like an undressed spray or like a texturizing hairspray or like a... Um, uh, like a like the the Orbe texture spray that I love. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's just like the texturizing spray by Orbe that everyone lives for. Um, you can spray that in your hair just to give it like a little bit fullness, get that hair a little fat. What a perfect answer! I feel like anyone could handle that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. Your hair looks amazing. Girl. Oh my god, stop! You don't need to change it at all. Listen, I've been working so hard on it. It looks amazing. Oh my god, stop! It's like I can't. Um, this is a question from Maddie in Berkeley. What are your all-time favorite products for curly hair? Oh my! Let's God. give the curlies some love. Yeah, I love curly stuff. So, um, I, the Hair Story uh, new wash. I know I've kept saying that, but that's really, really good for curly hair. And they make this one product called Hair Balm. That's kind of like a hair lotion for for curly hair for air drying. That I love. I use that a lot on my ends. Um, I also love Bumble and Bumble. All their curly stuff is amazing. Uh, one of my new favorites from Bumble and Bumble is the Bumble and Bumble Gel Oil. So it has the hold of gel, but it has the feeling of oil. So it's like a very touchable moment, but it has like kind of it gives you like some elasticity and some like uh, curl retention, which I love. Um, also, I love the Bumble and Bumble like curl primer, which is amazing, and I love uh, I love um. So the Bumble and Mumble one, love the hair story. Ooh, I do like the way curly jelly. Um, all the Carol's Daughter stuff is fabulous. I like Miss Jessie's curly stuff. Um, I, I think I like Diva Curl. To be honest, I haven't played with Diva Curl uh, super much. And also, I'm always, I'm not someone who ever is like, I only use one thing for one thing. Mm-hmm. I love like a million things from a million different things. And I'm more of like a look at the ingredients and see like if that works for you. Um, so yeah, so those would be good curly ones though. To that start. was an excellent answer. Thanks. Jonathan, your joy is so palpable and makes you such a natch butte. How do you stay so positive and inspiring? Sarah from Virginia. You got asked this in a lot of ways, too. Everyone finds you so uplifting and so positive and so confident. That was a, a word used a lot. How do I be as confident as Jonathan? How are ways that you can build your own confidence? I feel like people are, are just, you're a beacon of light. I, you know, the confidence thing, like, it's not that I'm like, I think I am confident when I'm like now um but I think everyone has moments of insecurity for sure um and I do too because like I'm a person but I think that I do you know look I grew up in a place where like it was very difficult to be myself and I think you know for like like the last 10 years of my 17 years in my hometown like it was about counting down the days till I got out and so I think living every day as an adult I have been so excited to like be living the life that I've been living, whether it was assisting or just like living a life. Um, you know, I, I always wanted to be in LA or New York and Same. getting to be able to do that now is like, I'm just like, every day is like, I, I don't know. So I, I don't really know how I do it. And also I think that, um, you know, like I, watch my stepdad pass away from like a really long battle with cancer like passed away in our living room like a year after he passed away my mom had ovarian cancer and we you know that was really touch and go she's actually like this month is four years cancer free so hopefully like one more year because you really want to get to that five-year mark but um and you know and those are like kind of like tip of the iceberg things i think that your your ability to to be joyful and to be joyous directly corresponds to the depths of your pain um and i think that because i have I have had a lot of pain. Um, I think it's interesting that the universe has uh, given me that that particular, res- not responsibility, but that particular role to bring people so much joy when I've had a- just a lot of pain. It's a beautiful answer. Thank you. I'm so happy for your mom. Me too. And Chu- do you have any wrist pain? Because Chuch- not at all. I'm Chuch- like not willing to move. Well, Chuchi normally puts herself ha- where you need the healing, and so I'm wondering if you had a wrist injury no, or but yeah. I do have a naturally broken wrist, uh, <laughs> so she just you know it just kind of just she, she decided to highlight that. Yeah, I love that about us. Oh yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah. Did y'all film anything that didn't air, like any crazy mishaps that were cut out, or did you film any makeovers that didn't make air, or were there any kind of... Uh, there, I, there was, there's obviously things that you shoot that don't make it. Like I did a yoga class. I taught a yoga class, um, in AJ's episode that didn't get to, that didn't make it. And, uh, Anthony did like an amazing, like full food prep, like smoothies and, and meal prep for Joe in episode seven that didn't make it. Um, as far as I go, I feel like most of the makeovers themselves made it. One thing that didn't make it that I really wish would have was uh, talking about ingrown hair prevention with AJ. Because we did do um, a really good facial and like um, like steamer and stuff to just kind of open up his skin and help. Just do, We did talk about skincare to just kind of help prevent ingrowns. And that did not make it. Um, so many people have ingrowns. Yeah, it's, a, it's an issue. Yeah, my husband has them. Um... Yeah, it's an issue. Okay. On Queer Eye, you really moved me with the message of self-love you brought to all the guys. What are some daily strategies you use in your own life to keep the self-love and appreciation strong, even if you're having a bad day? Kara from Portland. One thing I just started doing like three days ago, uh, because I met a new friend who's amazing, um, and she was talking to me about, because I had some, as Queer Eye has been uh, so successful, I've had a couple other things that have happened at the same time that have been like particularly hard, um, and... uh, they are things that I have needed to, like, uh, wrap my head around. And so I was kind of struggling with wrapping my head around a, a couple of those things. And my girlfriend was like, honey, you got to get into, like, some gratitude moments. Like, the universe is really telling me about, like, you need to do, like, a gratitude practice right now. And I was like, oh, my God, I do. And so I think I've, I've, I'm have i into affirmations. I'm into therapy. I'm into yoga. I'm into weights. And I definitely get endorphins and good things from all of those things and, you know, good self-awareness from those things. But this gratitude thing that I've been doing, I'm on, like, my day, my third day about it, day, day three. But I've, like, really been sitting down and I have, like, a notes folder on my phone where, like, I write extensively about, like, five things that I'm grateful for for, like, ten minutes. So I guess it's not extensive, but it's kind of long. You know, I'm, like, like – um, and, you know, one of the things I was writing that I was grateful for the other day was, like, my ability to feel these hard things, like, and not tap out of it and not, like, numb and not do, you know, I haven't been self-destructive. I haven't been doing any, like, I haven't been, I, well, no. I have, I, I did, for two nights in a row, honey, I was postmating the fuck out of some McDonald's. I don't know what's <laughs> going on with this, like, bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. So, you know, I am still a person. Right. So I do think that that was maybe a little self harmy but it could be so much worse. Uh, than, sure. than, you know, two bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits at 1030. Um, that is pretty bad, though, I have to say. It's probably, like, cancer fucking bacon, from, like, cancer pig bacon from McDonald's, so it's probably not good. But also, I, post-mating, it's like, you won't even get in the car and go get your own, you know, cancer bacon. You Hey, I'm supporting people. <laughs> I'm, like, support, I'm supporting true. people. Oh, I've, I've, um, I've had some Postmate moments. This is how we I, all have. This is how I always justify Postmates. I always tell myself that I have a feeling that I would die in like a tragic accident if I left my house yeah. to get that thing. So actually, like that eight dollar delivery fee for your ten or for your two dollar coffee is completely it's worth, worth it. it. No, but it's worth it already. So do you want to live or do you want to not? Just think about your time and like do the math, and it's like, oh, is my time worth three dollars, or yes. is it worth my life? Yeah, like yes, that's for what me it is. Most tragic accidents happen within because, two miles of the home. Yeah, and because you wouldn't postmates is what I tell myself. Yes. Um, but yeah, so the whole gratituding thing, because that I feel like every feeling that we have is like, well, it's like it's chemicals in your brain, right? Like when you feel good and you feel it's like all chemicals. So I feel I've noticed that from these three days of gratituding, like it totally kind of flips your it, it has been making me feel like I'm more apt to stay in the what's going positively than the things that I can't change. And I think that that's useful. Gratitude is something that I think comes with age because I used to not have any in my 20s, I feel like. And then at some point you just turn a corner and you're just like, wow, I have 10 fingers and 10 toes and my body works and I have friends and family, just everything. So that's a really fun, great tip for anyone out there who's trying to maybe find a little more joy in their life because there's always something to be grateful for. Totally. That's beautiful. I love that. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. I have some questions now based off of like things that I've been noticing and whatnot. So I saw you tweet about a jade facial roller. Oh, yeah. And I need to know everything. Do I need one? What's the tea? Um, Jade facial roller is great. Jade itself has, like, healing properties. But also the thing about jade that's really cool is it's really cold to the touch, like, Mm -hmm. anyway. Um, So obviously 
cold stuff is anti-inflammatory and it's going to increase circulation. It's going to calm down uh, redness. It's going to calm down swelling. So I love to use it to rub in serums and eye creams. Um, and it just kind of, I have really puffy bags under my eyes from post-mating uh, bacon, egg, and cheese mm-hmm. biscuits from McDonald's at 10.30 at night. So any little bit extra helps, I feel like. You can get breakfast at 10.30 now? Fuck yeah, girl. Where, Where have, have you been? been? They've been having that breakfast menu all day for like a I minute I feel now. like I saw the commercial. You can get but you it... a McGriddle. You can get you a bre- breakfast burrito. You can get you... You know what I really like to do? What I really like to do is two bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits and then four, not six and not three. It has to be an order of three and then one. Mm-hmm. Oatmeal raisin cookies. Oh, I Those don't even know about that. Those hot oatmeal raisin cookies, honey, with a gorgeous bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, like... You, for, also, I smoke a lot of weed. So um, first you do the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Yeah. Then you do an oatmeal raisin cookie. Then you eat the half of the next oatmeal raisin or the, the bacon, egg, and cheese. Then you go back to the, So it's just like a half and that and that and that. Back and forth. And that's just a beautiful, like, mouth moment. Salty and sweet. And then you just floss. And then you take whatever, like, your nighttime pills are. It's just gorgeous. <laughs> it's a beautiful evening. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is from me. What are some of your favorite, like, self-care products? I'm talking the skin, the nails. I know that you're a sunscreen user like me because I saw you in every bathroom. You put sunscreen in that family's bathroom. Every single person. I'm a sunscreen person as well. What's your eye cream? What's your? We just talked about serums. Like, what are some of the things that you, like, are obsessed with that you need every day? RN. I'm obsessed with uh, this face oil by Intelligent Nutrients. It's ooh, green, but ooh. I forget the name of the title. Oh, it's Renewing Face Serum. Um, it's Fierce as F. Um, I love this Alginous Renewing Eye Balm with algoronic Acid. I've been using that lately. Um, I'm into... I love Lush Bath Balls for, like, a self-care moment. Mm-hmm. I love Peter Thomas Rothman's uh, gold eye pads. Um Brian Safi loves those too. I love Brian Safi. When he was on here, he He's told he talked about those. So cute. And on Nashbeat.com, uh, the website for this pod, I, I list everything after every episode. And I I have like click um I put code in to see the clicks and everybody clicked on that. What's well, really good. Everybody wanted to wanted to buy that after um Brian talked about it. So. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Um th- th- is it Jose Moran or Jose Moran? I say Josie, but I jo- don't know. Yeah, Josie. Um, he, I love this exfoliant that he has, which is like, can you make your own exfoliant for $3? Yes. If you want to spend 40 or whatever, or 12 or 30 or however much it is on that, I did it. Yeah. It worked for me. Um, I love that stuff. Um, What's like your signature scent? Uh, Rose of No Man's Land by Byredo or Oud by Byredo or Byredo Blanche by Byredo. came up on this pod. Paul F. Tompkins and his wife, his wife uses Byredo. I love Byredo. I feel Rose like it's the Noir. new Lalabo. I feel like it's like the new Lalabo. I didn't even know about it. It's like the new thing. Um, The guy who invented it is like so heterosexual but so devastated that he is because he's so cute. Ooh, I gotta look but him I up. But I did just unfollow him on Instagram because I have this new thing where I'm like, you know what? I'm not following you if you don't follow me. I'm not. Oh, I'm the same. Like, I'm so neurotic about I'm it, and not. I hate it. No, I literally, I have been clearing out like 10 minutes in my day to just make sure that I'm not following anyone who's not following me back. Yeah. There is one, there's, I, there's one person who's the exception to that rule for me, who's like, I don't know why she won't follow me, honey, and I'm not going to call her on this podcast, but like, what the F, girl, follow me. I know who you know who you are. Just figure it out. I'm telling you now, it's really easy to know. Like, figure it out, girl. It's just like Twitter, like it'll say follows you or whatever. Yes. I'm like, that that feature should have been implemented years ago because this is my struggle. I'm in the same boat as What's you. What's the matter with people? You know, I I always take it as something. It, first, first of all, maybe not everyone's as neurotic about it as me. So, like, maybe they don't notice because there are some crazy algorithms. There's some crazy shit going on. Like, people pop up that you don't follow. People follow you that don't pop up. It's crazy. So, but maybe she has some kind of... Who knows? Like, maybe she's jealous or maybe something about something. It makes her feel uncomfortable. Whatever. I don't take offense. If you don't want to follow me, cool. I don't care. I, but I'm not I following it. you. I take offense. Yeah. I am offended. Well, I'm I want to know who it is. I'm very offended. <laughs> I want to know who it is. How dare you? I'll tell you? you afterwards. How dare? I will tell you afterwards, girl. How dare you? Let's talk about your bod. Okay. Because what are some <laughs> of, like, your favorite workouts, exercises? Because I just saw you do that herky on Twitter. 
And I was like, does she have a cheer background? Because I that do. was legit. I do. Um, I, I cheered all through high school, and <gasps> I also cheered my first year of college, where oh I got kicked God. off for the 1.7 GPA, so I didn't pa- cheer past college. I got a 2.0 or, my first semester. Oh, it's hard. It was so I had the most culture shock moment of my whole it's life. Hard. Yeah, I was like, I didn't have to try in high school, and then all of a sudden I went to like a very difficult college where every kid in my class was valedictorian, and I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. I don't know how to study. I don't know how to learn. Yeah, it was really, really bad. I was bad at that. Um, but, uh, love yoga, love reformer Pilates. I'm an Equinox girl, so, um, I'm really into weight training. I used to do yoga, like, every day for the longest, and then when I was, like, 27, I was like, oh, like, I'm too big to be a twink anymore, and, um, and then when my dad passed away, I gained, like, 70 pounds in three (gasps) months, so then, like, I, when I, I got obsessed with losing that weight, so I did, uh, by the time I was, like, 27, I lost that, but then I was like... Oh, I was like 140 when you've gained 70 pounds and now you're 28. Like, it doesn't look exactly the same on a boy. I did. I got, like, when my hair was all long on, on Queer Eye, I was like, or on Game, Gay of Thrones, I was like, I was like, oh, honey, I was like, her cheeks. Like, she got a little gaunt looking. And so then I was like, I think I need a dad bod. So then I started, like, lifting a lot mm-hmm. and I got really into, uh, and I got really into the gym. And so now I've been like, I lift like five times a week and then I do like yoga three uh, so I, I, but I do go to the gym like pretty much every day. Like I kind of have to, so or I just feel like I can't. I honestly like can't give myself to people like other either like energetically, personality wise, or like doing hair if I haven't worked out first. I love that. I want to get to that point. I mean, I like I like literally like I will resent the fuck out of my day if I have not worked out. It's a nightmare. Yeah. That's beautiful, though. It's not very yogi-ish of me, though. Like, I should be able to, like, pratihara it and, like, be, like, okay if I haven't. But, like, I'm okay that I haven't so far. But, like, if I didn't have time before this and my next thing, I would be, like, so sad girl. Yeah. Well, luckily, you go to the gym. Yeah, I do. And they provide everything for you at Equinox. They you don't do. Even have to bring it back. They do. Well, well, you do it to bring, like, your top, like, your yes. clothes to change. Yes. My husband is a huge Equinox fan. It just feels so good. He loves it. It just feels so good. He won't even, like, he basically doesn't even shower at my house anymore. It's, I'd, like, literally only at Equinox. In New York, I only shower in Equinox. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, my apartment shower there is, like, it's just, like, one of those, like, showers where it's, like, German. And so, like, it... Like, it doesn't have a door, and so water just goes all over the fucking place, and you can't even take, like, a really long, relaxing shower because you just, like, flooded your... Like, you flooded the bathroom, if you do, because there's no barrier. I don't understand that. When I was in Europe, I was like, why don't they have full shower doors? I fucking doors? hate that. Like, it's can I just, so interesting. Can I just, like, splash, like, at will? Like, I just want to, like, flip my hair all around and, like... Like, I literally had to, like, have a cleaning lady clean the door of this apartment because I was, like, conditioning my hair. And then this, like, Selena Gomez song came on and I, like, oil-stained the door, like, because of all the conditioner yeah. droplets. I'm telling you, I and hear the magic that. magic eraser that. Oh, I love a magic eraser. Me too. They work. I... Yeah, we ha- I have some stories. Fixes oil stains One time stuff. I did my face. <laughs> With a magic eraser? Girl, no. I feel like that's too chemically... I got chemical burns. Listen, basically, as we were discussing before this started, I've been coloring my hair for 20 years. So I was homeless for three months when I was 23. and um, Literally? Well, I was like sleeping at my friends' houses, and I had those big Ikea bags. I had three of them in the trunk of my Mustang convertible, and that's like how I lived for three months because I was escaping a a, a toxic environment. Yes. And so I had to do my hair. Honey, it had to look good. So I was coloring my hair in my friend's bathroom, and I splashed red. If you are a DIY color and you do red, you know it looks like a serial killer came through yeah. every time. Yeah. So I was like, I have to get this off. I dug through her cabinet. She had magic racers. It got rid of it. And I had some on my hairline that wouldn't come off. And I normally can cover it and deal with it. But I was like, I bet this will take it off. And I just did one swipe across. And you peeled off your forehead <laughs> Chemical skin. burned my fucking yeah. face. So nobody do that. That was a dumb 20-year-old mistake. And I was already, like, pissed off from yourself. Like, like just yes. a little raw from the color anyway. Oh, it was not a cute moment. And your moment. forehead skin's all like gentle and, and like babyish. I Googled it and it was only children. Like mothers were like, my son got the magic eraser out. And, children, and no. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. And I, it was, I'm not proud of it. It was a dark time in my life. Okay. <laughs> we've all, it was sort of like your toenail on the lip. Like it's like, it. we've had dark moments yeah, and like a Phoenix from the ashes, we rise we and do. here we are today. Yep. So it's all a growing process. It is. It just is. So don't try this at home. Don't. Don't try this at home. Okay. So let's talk about the original Queer Eye. Okay. Because my cousin was made over on it. Oh, what? Yeah. So let me 
I got some photos, um, which for those of you listening. This is kind of major. Uh, yeah, it was the biggest moment of my life. Can I just tell you? So he was made over on season two. Okay. Which was like the height of the show. So season one happened and. Oh my God. Should we like call Kyan right now and see if he remembers? Oh my God. Shut it down. Should I, we? I mean, if you if you think he'll answer. I feel like he would. He's, uh, it was John D. from Staten Island. It was episode 26 of season two. And we were like, we need to get you on the show. What was his name? John D. Because then they didn't put the full name. Is that annoying? Oh my God, stop. I'm dying. Because you guys are so cute together. Let me see. Let me see the pic. Okay, so let me. So this is him before. This is his dirty apartment before. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I have full photos with a makeover and everything. Is he answering? Yeah. Well, it says connecting, but I don't see his face <gasps> yet. I'm dying. I'm. F- Make sure it's on speaker. Okay. Well, it's FaceTime. Girl, where is he? It says reconnecting. Is there Wi-Fi here? Get him on the Wi-Fi. Somebody get in here and get him on the Wi-Fi. Oh, my God. Kyan kind of looks like, like your uncle, right? Like He's, your older brother? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. How, how cute. He's so I'm like about they're, it. I'm they're like, all y'all are all so cute. I just like I I want to be in the middle of a sandwich of all. Me of y'all. too. I like honestly, I feel like my life is changing really quickly, and it feels kind. She feels kind of um. I wish she would just like come like, hold me and stroke my hair and tell me it's gonna be okay. Yeah. You know. Okay. Now she. I feel like she'll answer now. Does Kyan live in L.A.? No, he lives in Nashville. So he's a, this oh, a wait, few hours ahead. Flyaways, honey. Cute. <laughs> answer, girl. We were con- we're connected. Do now. y'all Facetime? Sometimes. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to see the pics. Okay, I have them. They're ready. Oh my god. Well, that's the before. This right? is before. So this is 2004. So like, give it a little bit of a you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he's oh a my. cute guy. He's a handsome guy. But like, he had terrible blonde, bleached, uh, like long moments. What did they do to his hair? So let me show you. So hold on. So that's him. He's fine. You know, dirt. Look at his bathroom. It's just like was bachelor pad central. Just like clutter. He loves sports. He just had lots of like accoutrement going on. And he works. This is my sister being extra. Uh-huh. So um, so that's him after. They got him a vintage Yankee shirt and like he rubbed it with a pad to like make it kind of vintagey and and then um so this is they made him a bar with chalk paint. And do you remember like the chalkboard paint was everything? Like it was like this is the first time I had ever seen it. So they painted his whole kitchen in chalkboard paint and then he, they wrote John and Carson. Carson wrote John plus Carson right and there. And they made him brown. They made his hair brown? Yeah, they color that's his original color. They cut off all the yellow and then that's me being cute. I was in so a, cute. a baby dress which like I bought for the moment. I flew up on my waitress money just to be at the reveal party because it was like he lives in Staten Island. Well that show was major honey. I mean, it was no, like a huge deal. He was, he was, there were articles being written about him. Like, oh my God, the queer eyes are on Staten Island. Articles, he was being thrown in a car and then a detour car would drive down the street so nobody knew where they went. It was like paparazzi. Like, this is like Angela and Jolie at the airport. Like, yeah. it was like a big deal. So, um, so here's like his, his house cute now. Oh my God. And like, there's the living room. They built this long, big they couch. They killed it. Oh yeah. And then, um... Let me. That's at the party. That's the camera guy, and they got him this little cute seersucker suit. Look how cute he is. He looks so cute. And that's my sister serving us like Allison Hannigan one time at band camp realness from two thousand four. Let, let me take a picture of his before and after, and I'll text it. To okay. Ryan. My sister sent me all these last night, by the way. So shout out to her. Cute. I mean, this was the biggest thing that's ever happened to us, and we actually made it in the episode, like cheering, and we like oh, flipped cute. the fuck out. Oh my out. god! Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I okay. wish he didn't have that hat on. Okay, 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 okay. He had blonde, terrible hair. But then they did, I think it was season five, they started the season with like a beauty pageant and a bunch of uh, past people came and John was in the pageant. Cute. But he got eliminated first round. No. But now he lives in Florida with his gorgeous wife. They have a very cute son. And boy has clothes now. Like he wore the cutest suit to my wedding. They changed so his like life. long term They changed his life. I mean, I love that. So I've always been such a Queer Eye fan and the new show is changing lives. Everyone's a obsessed with it you know i'm sure and i'm just so excited because i've been following your journey gay of thrones and everything and like we met at the emmys i don't know if you remember it was yes. like the most beautiful night because my best friend won an emmy and i was like having a ball and like we were like dancing with gloria steinem on the dance floor uh, like it was the governor's ball was everything it was my mom got to be gloria steinem that night it was oh so major. my god it was such and like that band was killing yes. it like it was a beautiful night and then you know it just, I'm really happy for you, and we were, 
every I speak for the world when I say like we cannot wait to see what comes next for you and we're here for it and thank you for everything. Thank you. And thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, babe. And let me see what else I wanted to show you. I'm sad that Kyan didn't answer, but you'll have to let me know what he says. I will. I was just going to show you. My sister sent me all these photos, and she sent me a couple from, like, 2003. And I just wanted to show you, like, 2003 me because this was, like, a beautiful time in America. I don't know, like, what you were up to in 2003, but, like, it was just, like, I thought I was Marissa Cooper. I don't know if you watched Oh, I love <laughs> I mean, honey. look at how cute. She's very a la Crossroads, honey. Oh, yeah. She's not a girl. Not yet a woman. I'm going to TBT this today, All by the way. All she needs is time. A moment that is mine. Your voice is really pretty. Thank you, listen. While I'm in, in between. between. I just was like, I mean, come on. Oh, honey. I mean, I was... Look at that waist, honey. I was trying. Love. I was like, I want to be Adelia's model, and I'm not afraid oh, to say it. it. <laughs> Snaps for that. I'm putting this on. Uh, I'm going to TBT this today. You got to. it's just too pure. My you have to. So I'm so happy I got to show you my cousin. He's going to flip out when he hears this. And, I um, loved I it. I show you all the photos. I just I just wanted to give you some things, and, and I can't. Oh, my God. And I got some from Monique as well. Oh, my God. So just, like, pull something out, and I'll oh tell you God. about it. Okay. Okay. So that's, what is it, coconut? Coconut body glow? I just, that felt like that encompassed you. Yeah. Coconut body glow. It's a, It's like a coconut oil-based uh, body oil. But I just imagined Love you, it. you know, in the summer with the oil. Right and, out of Fire Island, honey. Yes. Just, yes, I just thought you need, So that's super goop. I love sunscreen, Love. and it's a great one. So throw that in the car. Keep it for extra. What else is there? Oh, what my else God. Is there? What's this? So, okay. So this is Moonlit, which is a skincare company started by the cutest woman ever. And it's an indie brand. And they're all about, like, skincare while you sleep. And that has lavender. It has all these yummy, beautiful things. It's a beautiful little glass bottle. And it's so soothing for nighttime to, f- to help you sleep, maybe after the McDonald's. I also put it on the back of my hands. And they. I was there yesterday. And I said, oh, I'm going to meet Jonathan tomorrow. And she gave me that to give you. So, Jeez. Yes. Yeah, so, so you that and What's have a good time. This? And that's just a cute little mask that I thought would look cute on you. I can't handle you. Uh, why <laughs> it's are like you a so little sweet? Listen, no, it's my honor. I wanted to give you, you like everything. Super good, but she, she just like she's just like she's she's like a face sunscreen. Yes, cute? but they're the bat. It's a cruelty free. Everything's cruelty free, and just you know, uh, a Sephora moment. I love Sephora moments, and I yes. love you. Oh my, I love you. I'm honored. Like regift if you want, but just Girl, take it. Get out of here. Like Monique's <laughs> I want to see you oiled up. I want to see you oiled up. Okay. <laughs> I love you. That was so sweet, babe. You're welcome. I feel like that's everything I have for you. So why don't you just, not that you need to, but why don't you tell everybody where we can find you on social media, anything you have coming up you want to plug. Um, I'm JVN on Instagram. I'm JVN on Twitter. What a great get, by the way. Right? Three letters. That's all you need. That's all I need. Yeah. Um, oh, your pod. Tell us about pod, your pod. Uh, my podcast is Getting Curious. You can find it uh, wherever you want to download podcasts. Um, it's really cute. It's basically every two weeks I have an expert in to talk to me about something I'm curious about. Coming up, we have... Um, an episode on what's the deal with uh, China and the U.S. Like, what is there a competition? Like, what's going on? I had this amazing, um, this amazing like business expert CEO guy uh, come and tell me about that. And then I did one on why is the bail bonds system so messed up? Um, mm-hmm. And that I had this amazing um, guy who works with this amazing nonprofit on to tell me about this work that this amazing organization called uh, Courage California is doing. Um, so yeah, but I, I, the podcast is really fun. It's like thirty minutes of me just like interviewing people about something that I wanted to learn about, uh, which I love. So uh, follow me on all those things and learn something. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, and I love your I'm pod. Honored, I'm honored that you're here. And Chuchi too, as you can tell. We've had such a good time. You have cuddling. a new best friend. I do. So everybody, um, thanks for listening. And I'm gonna go just pass out now <laughs> from this day. Yes. I. If you're gonna, um, I gotta tell them something real quick. Yes. Yeah, um, Cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh.